Hi, I'm Bobby Hemel, and I wanted to share my story with you. Um, the Lord has been laying on my heart to share, so here we go. Uh, pardon me a little bit because I have some notes so I don't forget, and I want to make sure that God's glory gets revealed in all of it. Um, so I'll start about sharing my heart my life. I know what it is as a kid to be rejected at conception, to be abandoned by your father, to have your mother not raise you, and to watch alcohol consume her life. To hide out in a closet, shed, or wherever when you're three or four years old because you're scared. To have a parent accused of, in jail, accused of a major crime. Having the only time you get to visit them is with a court liaison with them or a social worker. To feel totally alone when you're in a room full of people. Feeling like you're never going to be good enough or you don't fit in. Something's wrong with you. As a teen, feeling that nothing was stable in my life. To have a gun put to me and tied up. To feel rejected by the ones that said I love you. To make bad choices and hurt the ones that I love over and over again. To marry a man that my mom and stepdad were totally against, only to be cheated on and lied to through most of the marriage. To hear things like, I wish you were dead, or I know your imperfections, they're not good enough for me. You're not good enough for me. How many times I asked myself, God, what did I do? What did I do to deserve this life? To lose your home, not once but twice that you worked hard for. Not to have new clothes or new shoes for years. Not to have enough money to eat out, even at McDonald's, after you've worked 40 hours a week. To be poor. To be rejected and betrayed by close friends, mentors, some even spiritual mentors. To get even a gift card from someone who said they miss me and said, how much do they, you'll know how much we miss you by this gift card and it be empty with no name. To be so sick for so long, wondering if you're ever going to feel good again, if you're ever going to wake up in the morning and not hurt. To have five surgeries. To have the grandparents that you loved watch them die and then feel like an orphan again. To hear after 11 years, 11 years of being divorced, to the man you were married for to 11 years and find out that he was accused of rape when your oldest was a year old. To feel like your whole life was a lie again. To watch my current loving, wonderful husband come close to his death with a plummet in blood pressure 18 times, feeling totally helpless, helpless like there's nothing I could do. And no one knew what was going on with him. It took us two and a half years to find out. To see your children that you poured your whole life into, that you've lived for, make wrong decisions, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's just some of my story, but there's a good point to it. 
I have a restoration and that's where I want to brag on God. I now have a restored relationship with my mother who has been alcohol free for over 20 years and is married and happily married. I have a God-fearing, loving husband who treats me like Christ treats the church. That is a wonderful father that I, more than I could ever ask for. I have a cute cottage home. I have a dream job. I, <clears throat> I have amazing godly friends that have stuck with me through thick and thin when I wasn't so nice and when I was great, but helped me through it. I no longer am hurting so bad. I wake up in the mornings and I feel good. My children are growing and making their own path with God. He brought me through the years. He brought me spiritual moms and friends to help guide me through times. They even let me down, but I had to learn that it wasn't them I needed to look to. It was God. He gave me his blood of healing for prom a promise of healing. So no matter what sickness I come against or I stand on his word and I believe it. He said he is the father to the follow fatherless. So when I had no earthly father, I had him to lean on. When I found my life seemed to be a lie. What I thought it was an even reality. I didn't lose who I was. Why? Because I knew who I was in Christ. When I was single, I had three children. I knew I was going to be okay. I didn't know how. I didn't know why. I didn't know the plans. But I had my father. When I struggled, seeing my husband struggle to breathe, I began to cry out to him and you cry out to God and use his promises and his word and his truth to bring healing and bring him back to life. God has restored so many things in my life. I could go on and on and on. But how did that happen? That's what I want to share with you. How did it happen? Did it just, I pray to God and it just happened? No, there were so many things that took place to bring me into the future. Yes, it was hard at times. And no, it's not always easy, but I had the promise. And the promise is his word. He is my redeemer, my restorer, my savior, my healer. He's my freedom, my chain breaker. He's my peace, my righteousness, my holiness, my glory. He's enough. He's indescribable. He never changes. He is deliverance. He's wisdom. He is my king of kings. He is my dad and he is my father. After living a life of not the parents not raising their own children of five generations, I've raised my children and I still have a 14-year-old at home. Over the years, I had to come to a place that no matter what, I had to trust my father for the outcome. More than anything I know, I will never be perfect and this life will never be fair but I know he's carrying me through and he will never leave me nor forsake me. Many people say I'm a strong woman. Nah, 
God says that we are weak and he is strong. But how do I know that? How did I get through and still survive? There was many times as I felt I was not going to make it. And many times I wasn't even sure if I wanted to. But through it all, God showed up. And he helped me to see how to mount up. Mount up. I knew how important it was to read the Word of God. I wanted to. Not really. I didn't like to read. And surely God understood that, right? I mean, you know, he made me. He doesn't have to make it hard. He's God. Wrong. He gave us his Word to be overcomers. He sent us his Son who was the Word, who took upon flesh and died and rose again on the third day so that we could have Him living in us and we could speak His Word to bring power and life in our words, in our lives. The reason that we can do this is because of what He did for us. He set the law and He gave this, this earth to the devil. But without Him, without Him sending His Son, we would not have this. If it could be so, it would be so. But he didn't leave us alone. He gave us his word. So we have to use it. So we have to suck it up and start reading his word. Start taking his promises, his inheritance he left us. Start reading them over our lives and put it into action. I learned by doing this. I learned from Joseph what it meant to be faithful servant, even when things weren't fair, and going my way. I learned if I stayed faithful, he would justify me and bring me out in his perfect timing. And it always gives him glory. I learned from David how to strengthen myself in the Lord. When all seems down, you have no strength to carry forward. I learned how to seek God before moving forward in the flesh, getting directions before moving forward, making sure that is God's perfect will for me. I learned with Moses that no matter how strong you think you are, you always need your friends to help you, hold you up. I learned with Paul that even though you feel like you've done everything right, there seems to, and everything seems to be falling apart, if you choose to worship in the midnight hour, God will make a way when there seems to be no way. I learned in Jesus that I'm a sinner. That I have a Lord that loves me more than I'll able, be ever able to understand. That I'm not alone and I'm saved by grace, mercy, and forgiveness. And that I can fight the enemy with the word because that's what Jesus did in the wilderness. Even he fought the enemy with the word. As he laid our foundation, how to live this life on the earth and be victorious. And I learned that salvation is a free gift. We can't earn it and we can't work for it. His word that he left with us that we all want to put all this I can't live up to is not <clears throat> for us to live up to. It's to protect our lives so that we can have a victorious and, and happy and joyous life. These rules and regulations are not for God. He don't need them. He put them there for us so that we can be free from the enemy's traps and lies. And that not only can we have a free salvation and eternal life, 
but that we can live in victory while here on earth. But it's up to us if we use that word and apply it to our lives. <clears throat> Over the years, I had to learn how to handle day by day. Trust me, at first I was to say, I don't like to read, I done told you that. Every day I put off reading what I was doing, I was staying in the pit of despair. But the moment I left the excuses at the altar and began to become submissive, he gave me the strength and wisdom to be obedient. That is when I seen the truth. I seen that no matter what God, no matter what, God is next to me. He will not let anything happen to me, nor will he not bring out the best for his glory. If he, if I stayed with him and I do what he asks of me, and I seek him on a daily relationship, not as some strange person out there, but as my father, my friend, my mentor, my relationship, that one-on-one -on -one relationship like we have with our friends or our spouses, but a glorified one, that no matter what's going to happen, that he will bring about it to his glory and I'll be okay. I've made it through. And so can you. You're watching me today because you've made it through maybe with or without God in your mind. But God has never left you. It says in his word that in, in Joshua 1, 9, he will never leave you nor forsake you. How can I know his promises or gifts are for me if I'm not reading the word for myself? How can I know what, what all he, he has for me if I'm not in the word learning? Like I didn't learn if I didn't learn about Joseph and Paul. How would I ever know to overcome? These stories are real life stories who are there of people who have overcome. As you are listening to me today, you're listening to learn more and more how I overcame. And you, these stories were disciples of Jesus giving their testimony and their stories. And Jesus himself was there who tell us who tell us how to live and what to do and gave his own example how to be an overcomer and rise above how to fight the enemy off when he's coming against you how to stand up and rise up like eagles and soar through the times and the despairs of the pits does that mean we don't get down no that means we know to get a good godly friend who will help bring us back up does that mean we're not going to be sad no god created us with emotions what it means is no matter what, we're going to make it through on the other side. And when you get up in the morning, you want to hear the devil go, oh, no, she's up again. Oh, no, he's up again. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to the ancestors to give them. This is... God talking to Jacob. Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey all my laws my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. That you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of law on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So that you may be careful to do everything that is written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go.
over and over, he tells us to be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Why does he do that? Because he loves us. He predestined us. When we were born, before we were born, he said, for he chose us, this is in Ephesians 1, 1 through 14, and I'm just going to narrate some of it. For he, in verse 4, it says, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for the adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. In him, verse 7, we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavishes on us. You too have a testimony. You too are a child of God. Maybe you've been struggling lately and you want to have that overcoming uh, mentality. Well, let me tell you, don't give up. Ask. Spend time with God. Read his word. Say, Lord, just open it up. Lord, help me know you better. A good place to start is in John or Romans wonderful word and you'll begin to know who you are and what his pre what he has promised you what he died for you for not for us to walk around and live the life we want and then expect God to show up when things go crazy he's not a God that you can just say hey I've lived my life the way I want to but hey come rescue me now he will but wouldn't it be much easier not to have to go around that mountain again it took me a while to get that that's why I'm here today, to tell you there was many tears and pain that I went through for the choices I made. And the choice, some of it was choices that I had no control over. But through reading God's word, claiming his promises for me, praying with him, learning to get to know him as my best friend, is when my life changed. It's not a religion and it's not church. It's a choice. It's a lifestyle. One that's full of victory and with an eternal life promise. I hope you've enjoyed this. Thank you. God bless.